Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast with me, your favorite homegirl, Tracy Katz. Today on the show, I have my friend and Sora, Nikidra Rogers. Nikidra is a spiritual life coach and she started a new business called Optimistically Key, where she posts daily blogs and vlogs where she spreads optimism by using uplifting and encouraging words. She is a native of Monroe, Louisiana, but she's been in Fort Worth, Texas for almost 20 years, exactly 20 years. She's been here since September 2002. By day, she is a business performance analyst in the healthcare industry, and she also wears many other hats. She's a wife of seven years to attorney Kelvin Rogers. She's an entrepreneur and now an author. She's written her first book, Kneeling Earnestly for Transformation, which is a 30-day devotional, and it's available for purchase today. Optimistically Key is a feature author in AriseDaily.com, an e-devotional subscription. So make sure you check that out. You'll learn more about her in the episode, so make sure you stay tuned and enjoy. Thanks, and have a great day. Hey, Nikija. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Good. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. I'm great. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. I got to reconnect with one of my friends that I used to work with, and we talked for like hours, and so that was really good. I got some things accomplished and off my checklist, so say it was a pretty productive weekend. So you starting the week uh, moving and shaking. Your yes. week is off to a good start. That's good. So I guess I'll introduce you to my listeners today on the show. I have my friend and Sora Nikija Rogers. And I met Nikija probably what about four or five years ago in Fort Worth alumni. And then probably right before uh the two years before COVID, <laughs> we worked on the social committee together. And Nikija, I found her to be one of the sweetest and kindest persons that I have ever. I don't even know if I said that sentence right, but she's so (laughs) kind and sweet. She always has a positive attitude, always willing to lend a hand and just never was never negative. And so I just, you know, gravitated to her and, you know, after working together, we just stay cool. So um, (laughs) I just wanted people to know you and for you to tell your story. Um, Let me give them a little background and then you can add more. She's from Louisiana. Um, she is a wife. She's a mom of two uh, two toddler girls, <laughs> so she's busy. <laughs> and she's a scientist. She's a scientist slash hospital administrator. She does something super smart. <laughs> I just know. I was like, ooh, I was really impressed. So before I uh, continue to botch up your bio, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I just want to say thank you, Tracy, for all of those kind words. You have me over here smiling. You know, it's always nice to have to hear what other people think about you. So I really appreciate oh. that. That really means a lot to me. And I think you are very sweet as oh, well. So, <laughs> But um, I started out, yes, as a scientist, 
about nine years in the healthcare in pharmaceutical industry. And then, you know, life happens, bumps in the road, things of that sort, and just kind of navigate, trying to navigate into finding my way. And I finally found my way to the hospital. And now I currently work in data analytics. I love it. It is very challenging, um, always keeping me on my toes. When I think I know something, I found out I, I'm, oh man, I'm still at that stage. I'm at the beginning stage. Oh my goodness, what's going on? So, you know, definitely lots of learning, um, but it's it's great, you know, because it's very challenging. It keeps my mind going. I don't get bored or anything like that. But when I'm not working, yes, I'm excited about Delta or working in the community or spending time with my girls or going to church or or dancing and traveling. I just started back dancing, so I'm really excited about Look that. Good. I do West Coast Swing. That's really where my my one of my passions is dancing. It brings me so much joy. So I, I love I that. It. Okay. That's I didn't know that. I love that. Might have to join you for the West Coast Swing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you you have a background in science, in biological sciences. How did you become interested in science? Science. Honestly, my dad always told me that I was going to be a doctor. <laughs> so <laughs> you pretty, I pretty much didn't have a decision <laughs> in in that. So um, you go to school, you go to school to be a doctor, take the MCAT, all of these science courses. Not really you know, honestly, that interested, but my daddy says, I'm going to be a doctor. So I'm going to be a doctor. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you take the MCAT and you don't get the score that, you know, that's needed to get into med school. So it's like, oh, well, what am I going to do now? I have this science degree. I don't really want to be a teacher, but what can I do? So you start just trying to get, you know, I started doing temp jobs and things of that sort. I worked as a chemist for a little while as a temp agency. And then one day I just dropped my resume off at this company. At, you couldn't get in at that time. You couldn't get in. So I just gave it to the gate, the guy at the gate and just hoped that he would turn it into HR. And he did. So that's how I got my start in, in microbiology. And I did it. I did it for nine years. I enjoyed it, but I really enjoy what I do now. Okay. So right now you're da data analytics. Yes. Data analytics. Data analytics. You know, I'm from Texas. <laughs> how, did you, how did you transition from biological sciences to data? So I decided to go back to school in public health because I was really, you know, concerned about just different things that were going on and how I could have an impact with that. So I went um, to UNT Health Science Center and got my master's degree in public health, but I wasn't, I still wasn't using my degree, right? I was still working as a as a scientist and just trying different things, but never, you know, trying to apply for different jobs, but never got hired. But then, you know, something happened that shook up my world. I got laid off, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's the biggest thing. So when you get laid off, it's like, well, what am I going to do now? And so I started looking for jobs and, and pretty much it was like, either you're overqualified or you don't have enough experience. So that's kind of where I was. So I started working at JPS. They gave me an opportunity. So I'm forever grateful for that. Working as a research um, 
clinical trial assistant. But of course, you had to have a degree for it, but they were, it's pretty much entry level. So I took, you know, a, a pay cut to do that. But it was just, I really wanted to get my foot in the door because I knew it was time for me to use my degree. So it was pretty much, I was forced, I would say, just because I was laid off, but it was a blessing in disguise. I just didn't know it at the time. So what exactly does a data analytics person do? <laughs> what are you looking at? A lot of spreadsheets, a, a lot of numbers. It just really depends on like the project that you're on. Um, sometimes I was working with like fall rates. So just trying to see how, how safe we were in the hospital, how many falls did a certain unit have in that month where some units doing better than the other units and what could they, we possibly do to um, pattern after them to make sure that, you know, we pretty much getting these falls down because you don't want anybody to have an accident. So it's just really different things that we look at some sometimes it requires uh, i've been on projects where i'm looking at money you know how much money that we're bringing in what's the revenue um what's the contribution margin that each patient has you know when they stay just based on you know not the standard cost like the room the lights and stuff like that but if they have surgeries versus if they just come in and having a baby you know different costs like that so it just it depends on the project so they take what you guys find as far as your research and then make changes in the hospital in certain areas whatever you're looking at right so we um we do analytics and then we give them recommendations based on the things that we find and then that sometimes leads to process improvement changes and stuff like that oh that's good yeah so when they have surveys in the hospital they're uh, doing (laughs) yes please please send your survey back please answer it (laughs) because that's how we're gonna um provide quality service to you if if we don't know we can't change anything yeah, I love that. That's so interesting. Uh, you talked a bit about a question I was going to ask later, which is you got laid off. And the main purpose of today's discussion or conversation is about faith. And your faith was tested, you said, a couple of years ago, you know, when you got laid off. Can you tell me about that a little bit more? What actually happened? How long were you laid off? How did you handle it? The first day I got laid off, I cried. (laughs) Honestly, I cried because it was the first job that I had out of college. It was all I had known. I had been on that job nine years. So it was pretty much my security blanket. You know, I was doing okay for myself, living on my own. You know, I, I just was living free, you know, and then all of it was taken away from me. And like a day, they did a reorg and they let go like six people in my department you know, some of them, you know, we were at various ages. Some of us were young and some of us were close to retirement age. So it depended on where you were, it may not be so bad for you. But for me, life was just beginning. So I was like, what am I going to do now? You know, and then you go into the phase where it's like, well, I got this severance package. So let me, <laughs> I wasn't, I did not, uh, wasn't a good steward on that money. Let me just say, I had me a little fun. I think I was just traveling everywhere and just like, well, I'll find something eventually. I, I, I ain't going to be out here that long. And then you uh, wait a couple of months and you apply and apply and apply and you keep getting all these no's and then your self-confidence just kind of starts to go down. And it's like, 
oh man, now what? You know, so it was definitely a lot of praying. It was a lot of trusting, actually talking to people about it. You have to let people know what's going on in your situation because you have no idea who knows who, you know, and and who knows what type of openness that they may have in their company. You know, have to let people know you know, what type of experience you have, what you're looking for. You just have to be open about every, you know, things when things are going on with you. Don't be secretive about it because you can get some help, you know, if you just talk to people. Because by me talking to people, I found out about these support groups that they had. So that was really pretty much the biggest thing that I am not alone. You mm-hmm. know, there was a, a bunch of people that were going through the same thing that I was going through, had been there, you know, could write a book about it, but could tell you how to survive and how to make it, you know, just different things things I hadn't done a resume you know how to update your resume I mean everything was just totally different how to interview for a job like I said before when I first got that job I just drove to a company and dropped my resume off at the gate um no that's not how it worked (laughs) you know what it fast forward to nine years but I prayed a lot and I just trusted God, you know, there were some days that I actually did you know get weak and I didn't think that it was gonna happen I went through several temp jobs thinking that they were going to turn into something permanent and they didn't and so you go into that phase where you work a little bit and then you're off looking again you know so it's a lot of back and forth and back and forth like that and then finally it the jp the jps job opened up for me and, and i said you know even though this isn't what i was making before i need to get you know my foot in the door and some stability and that's exactly what it gave me and it just allow me to just learn so much more if you're willing you know and if you're teachable you can learn so many things and then those skills you know transfer to other things so and then after you were at JPS for for a while like 10 9 or 10 years maybe seven seven and then you got a new opportunity correct yeah okay tell me about that so so life had happened once again. So actually they had this thing called work and transition where it was pretty much the same thing that happened mm-hmm. when I was at Alca and I got laid off. It was our entire department was eliminated. It's like, oh my goodness. So I'm doing this again, you know, I'm back here, you know, because you wanted to, be, well, not you. I wanted it to be the fact where I want to leave a job. You know what I mean? I don't want them to get rid of me. Like, same. me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want you to get rid of me. I want to have the choice, the option to say, I want to work here or work there so the same thing kind of happened but because I had been doing some work with another department I was hired back on like a month later so but even while I was hired on I was still looking so I was still looking because I was just like you know it's it's time for me to take that next step you know I want to be so I thought I wanted to be in management but that's that wasn't what, you know, it's not what I wanted to do, but that's what I thought at the time. It's like, I wanted to, you know, take it to the next step. I want to have direct reports and things like that. So I'm still looking. And then I had applied for a job at THR. Mind you, I had been applying for THR like a year or so, I think. And I would never even get, I just got no's, not even a call to a screening or anything like that. And then one day, like two different positions had called me. I was like, are you serious? Do you have the right person? (laughs) And they were like, yes, we saw your resume and we were very impressed. And we'd like to uh, know a little bit more about you and what it is that you're looking for and the type of work that you do. And I was just so excited about that. And it's always, okay, when you're trying to get the next job, it's so much easier when you already have one, right? So I already had a job because I was back working at JPS. So it was was okay. I wasn't being, you know, it wasn't like I'm in, in panic mode so 
I interviewed with them um, probably like in December. And then they wanted me to come back for a second interview after the new year. So I did that. And then they offered me the position like a maybe it was like within a week or something. And so I started there in um, February 2020, like February oh. 10th and March 11th. We went mm. home. <laughs> So I've been home since March 11, 2020. So I only know my team pretty much via Zoom. Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) But it kind of worked out because in the process, you had a baby, right? So you had to, you kind of got to be home with your baby instead of being in the office and having to leave them, you know? So yeah, that was really that was a blessing because you just never with the daycare, it was so much stuff going on with COVID and you know them shutting down the the daycare. And it's like, well, if I was at work, who would stay home with my kid? I don't know anybody, you know, I don't you know don't have a lot of family here. So it's not like I can call and say, Hey, I need you to watch the kids today because they're out of school. So yeah. it really was a blessing that I'm able to work from home. See how God works. <laughs> It's so good because I would not have been able to do that at JPS. It was, we had to be in person and and things like that. So, yeah. Okay. Speaking of God working, he has recently moved you to start, like, I guess they're inspirational videos called Optimistically Key. And you post them on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, I think Facebook, and they're just short messages, five to 10 minutes. I don't think any of them are actually 10, maybe six or seven minutes, all based around a chosen word for the day. The word might be chosen. It might be resilient. It might be kindness. It might be powerful. It might be um, loneliness or forgiveness or whatever the theme is and you base it around scripture to encourage people what motivated you to start doing this type of work so actually it was the pandemic you know Mm -hmm. because I I kept seeing all of these people that were like coming into themselves and being entrepreneurs you know like selling stuff we making t-shirts or creating jewelry I was like mm-hmm. I want to do something too <laughs> I don't have any talents I was like man I, there's nothing that I know how to do so I kept talking to people about it and then they would be like kids you should just talk and I'm like talk about what and they were like talk about the scriptures you already posting them every day and I was like but those aren't my words and they were like it doesn't matter you know just just talk and just someone um even actually suggested that I call it Kedra's Corner and I was like oh okay then somebody said won't you write a children's book and I was like no I want to do you know that people were just throwing back ideas so I just kind of you know it was juggling 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 and then I finally I was out with another group of friends and I was like, I I want to do this. I think I want to post videos every day. I really didn't know exactly how it was going to go because when I first started um, posting the videos, it was kind of just about my day. I did talk about the word, but it was, it wasn't as structured as it is now. It was mm-hmm. you know, I was trying to feel, you know, fill it out and get my feet wet and just see, you know, where. But eventually, he did direct me, and then I, you know, I it kind of got a little bit smoother, and now I think I have a pretty good rhythm down. But you know, it just kept tugging me. You got to do something. You got to say something, and so that's that's just kind of where it came from. And uh, some friends threw out some names, and then I was, you know, you just hear it, and then it's like I wrote some down. I was like this is it okay this, and it's and, but this is the funny thing about it. I just wanted to say 
I it was it was in the making all the time and I was dropping hints and I didn't even know it. So last year at this time, I did this month, I started this monthly wrap up and I just looked at it today. And at the end of it, I said, I'm going to be optimistic and have a positive outlook no matter what happens. And three months later, mm-hmm. here we you are. started. Okay. I listen, come on, yeah. Lord. <laughs> Yeah. So, so just, when your people hear the videos, what do you hope to accomplish? What is your purpose? What do you want them to walk away with? I'm hoping that they will be encouraged. I'm hoping that they will be lifted up. I'm hoping that they will know that they can keep going. Do not give up. Don't throw in the towel. You know, life is not perfect. We all go through something and life is very hard and it will throw you some curveballs, but you got to keep praying. But not only praying, you know, don't deal with stuff by yourself. You know, you we keep seeing I, recently in the news where people are like suicide because people mm-hmm. don't want to be vulnerable. People don't want to talk about what's going on with, oh, I'm afraid of what they're going to say about me or how they're going to think or how they're going to No, I need some help mm-hmm. and I need somebody to hear me, you know, so I just want people to know that you know if you need anything I'm here you know I hope these words help you I hope you you know it's guiding you to to go read the word for yourself that's what you know I really want to do go read the word for yourself because you don't know if I'm making it up you don't know if that's what the scripture says or not but if you go read it then you will see oh okay you know I don't want to just sound good but I, I want people to know my faith is strong but yes I do you know I do struggle as well because I am human but I still talk about God I know God you know, no matter if I'm having, you know, I, I'm a, I like to have fun, but at the same time, I know Jesus and I know he's been good to me. Let me tell you just how much. I like the fact that you pointed out that there are times when, you know, you feel like you're going through it alone, but there are other people going through it. And I think, well, why do you feel like people don't share? Because they're afraid. They're afraid of what people are going to say about them, afraid of or what people are going to think. People gossip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was talking to such and such. And Girl, you know, she's going through. I didn't yeah. Care. Ooh, you know, oh, goodness, her and her husband, they mm-hmm. having problems, you know, oh, their kids acting up. Yep. And I'm sure some of those same things have happened to you, too. Mm-hmm. Won't you tell me how to make it so I won't end up in divorce? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, just something as simple as that. Won't you tell me so I won't end up, you know, taking, you know, some medication, you know, just mm-hmm. anything, you know, just how did you get over? Because this is what I'm dealing with with right now and I need some help because I have all these thoughts in my head I know I can't be feeling this by myself have you ever experienced this before what did you do Mm -hmm. and then I would also say that if you share I call them treasures I got that from my sister if you share your treasures with someone and they violate your trust they just not meant to be trusted again like that you know I might trust them for something else but not that and I would just find someone else, you know, instead of giving up, but certain people, it would just devastate them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I appreciate the fact that you post these because sometimes it's people on the outside that you don't know. It might be a video, you know, that you see that it's like, okay, I'm not alone. This is this strange person that I don't know. They've already, they going through something they are, you know, experiencing the same thing. So I can be encouraged too. So what did your husband say when you started doing it? 
he thought it was a good thing, but he mm-hmm. he's one of those people. He's like, now when you start this, there's gonna be a dart on your back, and people are gonna, you know, they're gonna want to know. Yo, know, he's he's real with it. <laughs> so he's he's like, I want you to know that people are really going to be, you know, like focusing on you and, and really about, you know, your life or you walking that walk, you know, and, mm-hmm. and things of that sort, and also just you know, you're going to be attacked even more because mm-hmm. you're trying to do a good work. And that that really is true. You know, it's, it feels like I'm always dealing with something, you know, and I'm, but it's strengthening me. But at the same time, it's like, I'm tired of these licks, you know, I'm tired, you know, I'm like, I need some relief, you know, mm-hmm. what what is going to happen? So, you know, he's been very supportive and I didn't even think that he was listening when I told him some of the things that I said, but he really did listen to me and because he listened oh my goodness things have just really been been changing so oh that's good so how do you prepare for the messages they're almost like mini sermons but so how do you prepare for them do you you know do you just read and study or do you because I'm like she's going back you know in other scriptures like she got a concordance (laughs) (laughs) so how do you prepare or or how do you know which word to choose oh well the preparation girl that's my mama just used to drag me to church all the time and so it's just kind of in me but no really I just um I have a you I get the bible app you know, I look and see what their scripture is for today. The Holy Bible. I'm on this Proverbs 31 ministry and they have stories every day. And I just look to see which one touches me that day. And so I read the scripture and then I'm like, what word, you know, what word and what word is coming from that? What word is speaking to me? And I'm like, okay, that's it. You know, and basically once I put that buzzword and that um, Bible verse out there and I open my mouth, is just speak from the heart yeah okay Mm -hmm. okay I love it okay so you're scientists and now inspirational speaker so these are seem to be worlds apart are they connected in any way and were you afraid like to step out there in this way in such a different way from your full-time career Absolutely. Well, I I really don't know if they're connected just yet. So when I, I, my uh, manager that I have now, he wanted us to do these bio series because we had a lot of new people coming in. And like I said, I had only been there a month. So I don't really know my coworkers like, you know, some of the other ones just from working together all the time and being in the same department and sitting by each other. So what he had us do was create a bio series where we talked about ourselves and, and, and just said anything that we wanted to say. So at that point, that's when I introduced it on my job. Mm -hmm. And when I introduced it on my job, he took it a little bit further. He said, okay, so we're going to have a series where everybody takes a month where you can just come and speak. And so he said, Nikita, you're going to start it. And so every, every time, every, we had a weekly meeting every Thursday before he just gave me three to five minutes, I would do my buzzword. And then I would say a little something that was encouraging. I tried to make it work related when I could, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so that's how it actually 
it is in my job. You know, I'm not doing it right now, but that could possibly be a connection that leads somewhere down the line. But as far as like putting it on Facebook, absolutely, because, you know, I have my life on Facebook too, you know, whether I'm, I'm traveling or with my kids or just out or with friends. So you get to see other aspects of me that are not church related, right? <laughs> so, you know, you definitely have that struggle about, what are people going to say? Well, mm-hmm. she she's dancing or, you know, she, you know, hanging out or doing this, but she's talking about God and telling us we need to do this. Well, absolutely. I'm a Christian. Yes, I am. I'm a believer. Yes, I am. But God says, enjoy your life. You know, God says, you know, have a good time. You know, he wants us to give him our time as well. So what other way to give him my time than talking about him? What other way to be bold and put my message on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, so other people can see? Yeah, she really does know what she's talking about. You know, she she's not just making up something. You can go back and read it in the book for yourself. The Bible is there, you know, where you where it's very relatable. So you definitely, you don't know how people are going to receive it. Oh, Nikidra, she, oh, is she a minister now? You know, cause I've been asked that question. Have you accepted your calling? No, <laughs> I am not, you know, and I, no, I am not a minister, but I do know God, you know, and mm-hmm. I do know how good he's been and what he's been, what he's done for me. And I'm not afraid to, to talk about it. And wherever that leads me, you know, we can't be ashamed. You know, he said the rocks were going to cry out. So I'm just opening my mouth and, and I just want them to use me. You know, this is my talent. This is, if I can't do anything else, I can talk. There you so go. This, is, uh, this is how I'm, I'm going to talk for Jesus. <laughs> I love, hey, but you are doing other things. I eat your t-shirt line. <laughs> Optimistically key has grown and now you are selling t-shirts. So like, how did that start? Wow. So. We went to go feed the homeless um, on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feed the homeless on New Year's Day. Well, while I was sitting there, I saw a group of women and they were so organized. They had on the same shirt. They had on a Christmas hat and they just came. They dropped their their um, container with their food in. They passed their food out, passed their water out and they left. And I was like, man, wow, I can never come out here again without my name on whatever it is that I'm doing because so many people had asked me what organization are you with and I was like oh I'm just this just me doing it myself you know Mm -hmm. I I didn't have and I was like okay I gotta get serious about this so I had that conversation with my husband and told him what I saw and little did I know he heard me because he didn't respond so I I started kind of went in one ear and out the (laughs) other but okay, so it was before Christmas. So for Christmas, he gave me this box and the box had optimistically key t-shirts. It had pins. It had an optimistically key journal. It just had everything optimistically key, a bag. I was like, I just cried again, you know? Okay. So I'm a cry. Okay. So I just started <laughs> crying again. And I was like, oh my goodness, you heard what I said. You were listening, you know? And then, and I was like, this is really cute but this isn't mine, you know? So if I, it's, it was the one, I don't know if you've seen the woman that has the big hair that a lot of people wear on their t-shirts and it has a lot of positive sayings on and the, my, I am and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what the design on the shirt was. And I was like, well, that's not, you know, I can't do anything with that. So my spirit said, create a logo. Okay. So I went on this camera app that my friend has shown mm-hmm. me back in 
back in April of 2021 because I had never heard of that. <laughs> and I just started playing around and I said, I like this, you know, mm-hmm. and I put the little colors in it and stuff like that. And then I started talking to his cousin because she does T-shirts. And I asked her, I said, I, I, wanna, I want my shirt to have a buzzword, the Bible verse, and my logo. But I didn't know the font, you know, I did, you know, I didn't know exact, I knew what I wanted, how I wanted it to look, but I didn't know how I wanted it to look. So she worked, she showed me something. I was like, that's it, put it together. So she put it together for me. And then um, I just kind of started shopping around with people who I knew that made t-shirts to give me a quote. And I got a quote and I started working with this lady and, and she turned the shirts, she cranked them out for me in like three days. And I just, I stepped out on faith and I said, Lord, I'm going to purchase these shirts. This is what I want them to look like. I don't know if they're going to sell or not, but you told me to create a logo. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with this logo, but this is, this is where we are. So I'm using the t-shirts and hope that people will wear them when they're out, whether they're out at the movies, whether they run to the store, where they're getting their nails done, you know, just anywhere. A couple of people have just been jazzing it up and just wearing it, you know, hanging out with your girls. But I want people to see it. And the more people that have this shirt on, they'll say, optimistically, Key, who is that? Mm-hmm. What do they do? And then the person that's wearing the shirt, oh, you should look her up. She's on YouTube, Facebook, social media, Instagram, and she does inspirational videos. And I just kind of wanted to go from there. Okay. I love it. I think that's a great idea. I have ordered my shirt. (laughs) I will be wearing it. (laughs) Of course. How do you balance it all? You, you said earlier, you serve, you did, you know, uh, was it a coat drive for the home blanket drive for the homeless? You have two daughters, you have a husband, you work a full-time job. How are you able? And now you have this new business. How do you manage it all? I'm still trying to figure it out myself, Tracy, <laughs> because I am so tired. And I didn't realize that when you're trying to get something off the ground, it is so time consuming. It is like all encompassing, like my brain. I, I cannot shut it off. I go to sleep thinking about Optimistic Key. I wake up. I was like, it's four o'clock in the morning thinking about Optimistic. Who hasn't bought a t-shirt? Who can I contact? Who can I ask? <laughs> you know, you're just always thinking about it. What can I do next? What else might they like? Should I change the colors? Do I need to keep standard colors? Do I need to let people just anything optimistically key? Oh, I got to get some, t- you know, I got to get some uh, cars. Like, you know, how can I get my name out there? How can I reach people? How can I get people to, to you know, trust me to, to go outside, you know, ask me to come speak to them, you know, just so it's a lot. And then, you know, my husband, he he does help. And it's a lot of prayer, too, because a lot of times my husband, he still works out of town. Mm-hmm. So I do have the girls a lot by myself. So you definitely have to be on your on your game with your time management skills, because it, it, it will, you know, you'll miss something. And there are some times where I say I can't do this or I can't do that because I have a lot on my plate right now and I'm trying to move some things forward. So. I have to prioritize with my girls, you know, they always come first, my family, my husband. So, and God, you know, God, let's not forget about him because he's the one that's making all of this happen. So he, he has just been strengthening me to just, to just do everything. You know, he has just given me what I need to just keep going. And he's just been putting people in my life, you know, to drop nuggets, those treasures, like you're saying, to help me so that I don't lose focus and, and remember that it's for him. And I'm not trying to put my own ideas and things and, and run with myself and get ahead of him. So 
it's been really good but it's it's a lot of work you know it's a lot of sacrifice but i'm making it hey listen i'm gonna read something because i read it this morning and i may not read it i might i might i don't know i'm gonna read some of it though because I read it and it encouraged me. (laughs) And I was like, man, that's powerful. Uh, You posted on Facebook, it's 2022 and the end of the first month of a new year. Let's see what all has happened. Optimistically key is three shirts short of selling over 100 t-shirts in the month of January. Two, never conduct business without a contract or something in writing. Lesson learned. (laughs) Three, allow God to order your steps and you will never be still wrong. Four, the calling is real. What God gives you, when God gives you an assignment, run with it. Five, three people bless optimistically key so that she could give away three t-shirts. Six, optimistically key has filed for her LLC so that she can be a legitimate business. <laughs> Seven, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and promote you. Even if you are rejected, keep going. Eight, Optimistically Key is looking forward to all the networking events and speaking engagements that will happen in 2022. She is speaking it into existence. Nine, Optimistically Key now has business cards. Ten, follow Optimistically Key on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, or contact her at optimisticallykey at gmail for your t-shirts and speaking engagement engagements. Eleven, and this is the last one. Optimistically Key is a motivator and inspirational speaker. Optimistically Key, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) So you pretty much kind of laid out the vision for it. And it spoke to me because some of these are me. You know, you always have that self-doubt, like, you know, not to make this about me because it's not, but just showing that I can relate, especially when it comes to speaking about stuff, doing this podcast was like, I'm still scared every time. And And I'm always asking myself, are people really listening? <laughs> like, why am I actually doing this? And, you know, just seeing your posts is like, cause God gave it to me to do. <laughs> now, some of the stuff I do on here, he's like, man, you know, you're not supposed to be cussing, but he knows me. <laughs> he knows I cuss. <laughs> but, um, so just things like that, like, you know, speaking things into ex- existence. I posted on Instagram a couple of times because the scripture kept coming to me, speak a thing as though it is so. And that just kept coming up and kept coming up. And so I find myself when I'm doubting myself, I reframe it and say, it is this, you know, not that it's going to turn out exactly how I think, but I have to trust and believe that that God is saying something to me. And I, I believe that if God puts something in your spirit, of scripture especially and somebody else says it a trusted source like now it can't be the devil it has to be <laughs> you know come from the word or come from another christian or it keeps popping up that's confirmation and to pay attention to it and so i just felt like this was powerful to me so i felt like other people probably you know read it and was like hmm so i wanted to know what motivated you to post that and it, it was i i just felt like it was beautiful 
So I, I pretty much just kind of want to talk about the journey, you know, mm. because it's just been so amazing to see where it has gone. This is January. January is not even over yet. All of that stuff happened in January, Tracy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That like, That's are amazing. you serious? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, that, that he has allowed all of these things to happen and it just... You know, it, it wasn't necessarily smooth, you know, but it's coming to fruition. You know, it's things that I wanted to do. And you're right. Different people are, are come to you. You may because I've heard that you need to get an LLC, like two or three different people said that. OK, I'm going to work on it. OK, I'm going to work it. And then somebody said, you need to get, you know, something It's my nephew. You need to get some business cards. So then I started working with the guy with business cards. And he was like, you're going to put no email on here. I don't have an email. He was like, well, you're on the phone with me right now. Won't you just make one? You know, just something. <laughs> and it just kind of pushes you because you want to be a business, right? This, mm. How do you want people to come in? They ain't going to be contacting you in your inbox, <laughs> you know, you know, just something like that. So it just kind of allows you to lay things out and it's it's not I'm not a I'm not I wouldn't say that I'm a business person you know I pay my bills but I'm not really a business person I don't have my MBA so I don't really know the plan to follow is that's what I'm trying to say so but what I'm saying is there's not really one way it's not a one track thing there are many ways to get there but if you want something you just have to go you have to go after it and everybody's not going to be positive everybody's not going to like what you do there there's going to be some you know, you're not always going to get put, you're not always going to be received, you know, because I'm not a, I'm not a salesperson at all, but I'm like, if you want my, if I want my name to get out there, I can't expect people to just read my post and say, oh, I saw she's selling shirts. Let me contact you because I want one. No, this just happened to me the other day. Somebody said, I'm so glad that you text me because I've been meaning to reach out to you, but it's just been out of sight, out of mind. But let me get that shirt from you. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Who else can I call up? You know, just some, so that's what I'm saying. And everybody's not going to say that. Everybody's not not at this time. Thank you, but no thank you. And that's cool, too. You just keep it moving. But that you can't let it deter you. You're trying, you're on a mission. You, you're trying to meet, you know, you're trying to get out there. How many people? God says go and make disciples. So you have to share the gospel. So the only way that I know to share the gospel is with the people that I know. And they're going to touch the people, some more people, and some more people, and some more people, and it's going to spread. So, so I hope that people are inspired to do what it is that that's been on their heart to do, but they were maybe afraid. It is afraid. It's scary because you, there's the, you can fail, you know, Mm -hmm. there's always that, that it it may not go anywhere. People may not buy into what you're doing. People may not believe what you're doing. People may not like what you like, you know, but some, um, when I first started it, someone told me, Nikidra, there is, something out there for everybody I know people who um oh that was one thing my husband said he was like you long-winded because <laughs> you <laughs> talked about the time of my videos and I said it to her and she was like don't you worry about that she said there are some people who speak two three minutes and they do well there are some people that speak 10 20 minutes and they do well you will be surprised of the people who are listening to you and following you there was there's something out there for everybody so you just keep doing what it is that you're doing and I needed that. And here we are in January. I love it. Listen, you have you have ministered to my spirit today <laughs> in more ways than you know. So other than your post, what is your vision? Where would you like to see optimistically key go in, in five years? Or what do you think God is leading you? Because sometimes we have a vision for something and that's not God, where God taking us. So what do you think? Or do you have anything? Or are you just you know, taking it day by day. 
My vision is to travel all around the world speaking about God as optimistically key. Okay. Yeah. Speak a thing as though it is so. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm starting here in Texas. Hey, who knows where I'll be speaking next month? I don't know. Who knows where I'll be speaking five, six months from now? I don't know. You know, because I just kind of think some things do kind of go back and how you were saying things are um, could possibly be connected, I think. And I could be wrong, but I used to dance and then I stopped dancing to get a family. And and now I'm dancing again. Well, they have dance events everywhere, any weekend, international and in the U.S. Wherever you want to go, there's a dance event happening. Well, who's to say that while I'm in London, <laughs> Optimistically Key isn't asked to speak, or I'm in right. California for a dance event and Optimistically is, is asked to speak? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you that one group you're in, Proverbs 31 Ministries, is a good place to start because I know they do a lot of teaching, but a lot of training. Mm-hmm. And so that might be the gateway or one of the, one of the tools God has. I always say God can use anybody. He used the donkey. (laughs) So, you know, that may be one of the things that I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I'm going to say, I knew her when. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I knew her. (laughs) She's my friend for real. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for coming and sharing. Um, Any other things you would like to add that we didn't cover about Optimistically Key? I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk today and just to share, you know, what's been going on with me and how you were, you, you were inquired, you know, you wanted to know, you know, some people don't want to know, you know, so you were inquisitive enough to ask all of these questions. And and that just really inspires me because that means I'm doing something right. You know, Mm -hmm. I am walking in my calling, you know, when people come in and say, that's a good word. I needed that today. Thank you for sharing. Please keep going and doing what you're doing. That is so helpful. So please, if you ever have a comment, please leave it because okay. you don't, you do not know how that makes me feel and makes me want to just, what's, what I'm going to do tomorrow? You know, what am I going to read? Should I get it posted again? You know, so please keep, keep that going. So I just, I, I hope that you are motivated. I hope that you are inspired. I hope that, you know, you believe in yourself and that you can do any and everything that you do put your mind to, as long as you allow God to lead you and you seek him first, he will give you the desires of your heart. Don't worry about the past and what has happened to you, what you have experienced, because it's shaping you to the person that you are now to help you down the road to be able to withstand some of the things that you're going to encounter and just just go for it. Okay, just go for it. I think that might be the title. Yeah, (laughs) just go for it. Okay. Before you leave every season, I have two questions. Well, sometimes one, sometimes three. Just pick. (laughs) I pick two questions this season that I thought I wanted to ask everybody other for you I have to change it up a little bit other than speaking what is your superpower my superpower is that I'm optimistic that's just really (laughs) (laughs) like you said when we first got on here you said I was always so sweet I never had anything negative negative to say you know and that's just really really the thing you know it's 
it's hard being optimistic when you're going through, you know, when, you know, I'm smiling on this camera, but at home, house is a mess, you know, uh, you know, you going through a mess, or you just really haven't, didn't have a good day, or, or you were crying about something, you know, because your, your feelings were hurt, but no, somebody needed a word, so you got to wipe your tears, and you got to give, you know, what God is calling you to do, no matter, you know, so you have to, like, take off yourself, because it's not always for you, it's not always about you, you know, and, I, and I'm definitely learning that my, you know, even for myself, you know, that, somebody told me that what you go through is not always for you. It's, it's for the next person so that you can help them, so you can tell them so that they can keep going. So, you know, even though I'm going through all of my drama and my mess, I'm still trying to encourage others. But but please believe I'm, I'm, I'm battling too. You know, I'm fighting too. I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together. I don't have all the answers, but I'm still trying and I'm not giving up. So I don't want you to give up either. So optimistic is my superpower. Okay. I want to ask this question. This is how I always come up with three questions. Cause it's like somebody else say something. Then I want to ask something else because you said, you know, there are times when you might be down or you've been crying, you've had a bad day, but you still got to give a word. So you're pouring out and pouring into other people who pours into you when you are down other than the word of God, other than the word of God, I would have to say, my circle, my immediate circle, that would be my husband and my friends. You know, I, I'm not a person that, you know, how people talk about the strong person, check on your strong friends, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So um, usually I tend to be one that listens, you know, or, or, or giving the advice or not, but I do kind of share, you know, I, I share, I try to make it balanced so people can know she, I'm relatable, or, you know, or I'm approachable and not just always you know, because people say, oh, well, she always have it together. Like, nothing ever going on with her. Does she ever have anything going on with her? Yes, I do. So, you know, but if you don't, because you got to have somebody to talk to, too, because exactly. if you have all of that, that anger and frustration and all of that stuff built up, you just become your spirit becomes hard and you become bitter, you know, you become cold and you don't want to do those things. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta find a way to let it, let it out too. So whatever that outlet is, I really went on a self-discovery in 2021 with just trying to figure out what made me happy. I went on trips by myself. <laughs> I went on trips by myself. You know, I did a lot of pampering things, but you know, what I realized was Family is the most important thing and balance is so important. You know, it's like, I'm always being a mom. I'm always being a wife. I'm always being, you know, I have this work. Like you said, it is so much on your plate. Well, you got to take some time away for you or you're not going to have anything to give anybody. Exactly. You know, you're not going to be good for anybody. So make sure that you are taking care of yourself to whatever that looks like for you. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, what is your kryptonite? What trips you up? What snatches your optimistic superpower? <laughs> My husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's the realest answer that I have gotten from anybody. <laughs> I mean, you want me to be the, you want me to tell the truth or you want me to say, let me see, let me make up something real quick. No, I wouldn't I, tell I, the truth. <laughs> I couldn't even make up nothing because it's, and that's the thing, you know, that, that, that's the thing you, you gotta, like I said, I struggle too, you know, even though I'm talking about being optimistic, 
I have things that I struggle with as well. But, you know, it's I have to be comfortable with, with showing that and saying that and not, you know, not feeling like, oh, what, what's she going to think after if I say that? Oh. You know, I'm just saying because yeah. some, people some people will would do that <laughs> and say, oh, I can't show all of me. <laughs> you end up showing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to hide people see it, it manifests in some way. I love that. With that being said, I want you to tell people again, where can they find Optimistically Key? You can find Optimistically Key on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. She has a YouTube channel, uh, Optimistically Key at Gmail. She is everywhere. She, um, you can find if you want to. You can find her on T-shirts <laughs> if you if you want to get a T-shirt. You know because and and the thing about the T-shirts is I want the words to resonate with the people. So today I'm wearing resilient because I want people to know you can bounce back. You know, you mm-hmm. know you've been knocked off your feet. You know you had you had a horrible day. You had, had a terrible experience, but you know what? I'm strong and mm-hmm. I can make it and I'm gonna make it. So that's I just want these shirts to be empowering for people so yes you can find me on all of those things and hopefully you can find me at a speaking engagement near you (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna buy an extra t-shirt and i'm gonna give one away to one of my listeners now how this is gonna work i don't know yet because i'm new at this kind of thing yeah (laughs) but that's what i'm gonna do to support so that's how we'll expand it we'll start there (laughs) oh that's beautiful thank you i appreciate that no problem no problem with zell you when i got the phone <laughs> okay okay uh but that's it y'all thank you for coming uh nikija i really appreciate you doing this for me uh especially at the last minute because i think i reached out to you before then i get shy i'm like no nah, she ain't gonna do it but i asked you again and you were like any you said anytime before and so i appreciate you for doing this we kind of you know, touch bases last week and we made it happen. So we did. thank you again. I have really enjoyed this. This has been so nice. This has been so good to, to talk and just laugh, you know, because us knowing each other through Delta, we're working, you know, so yes. it's always a good opportunity just to sit and just chat and just to know somebody else, you know yes. what I mean? With, with the hats off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're not working. Well, yeah. thanks again and have a good day. You too. Thank you. That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember, follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook at Everybody's Homegirl or Instagram at Everybody's Homegirl 11. You can also visit my website at www.everybodyshomegirl.com or shoot me an email and let me know what you think of the show. You can send your emails to homegirlpod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe, share with a friend, or give me a five-star rating. As a matter of fact, text a couple of friends right now and share this episode with them. Remember, thanks and have a great day.